It's Thursday, March 31st, 2011. We can't rush to propose action when gas prices are high and then hit the snooze button when they fall again. Obama's new blueprint for energy security, not so new after all. The U.S. falls further behind in a global clean energy race, plus the Chernobyl option for Japan's Fukushima nuclear reactors as radiation continues to spike and spread. All of those disasters and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And what we learned from that disaster helped us put in place smarter standards of safety and responsibility. For example, if you're going to drill in deep water, you've got to prove before you start drilling that you can actually contain an underwater spill. That's just common sense. Yes, that's just common sense, Mr. President. That's just common sense, Mr. President. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, we have spent the last two weeks almost nonstop covering the ongoing crisis of the Fukushima nuclear disaster. Problems obviously continue there, and we're going to cover them today, but there are some other items in the green news that do deserve our focus today. Oh, yes. The green news just keeps on rolling in. President Barack Obama, in a speech on Wednesday, outlined his new blueprint for a secure energy future, calling for increases in clean energy investment and reducing fossil fuel use. We cannot keep going from shock when gas prices go up to trance when they go back down. The president again called for more electric cars, more biofuels, better gas mileage, and of course, more nuclear power, even in the wake of the Fukushima nuclear crisis. But the president also proposed cutting U.S. oil imports by a third over 10 years by increasing domestic offshore oil drilling, saying, as you heard earlier, that offshore drilling is now much, much safer in the United States. But in an exclusive report, The Rachel Maddow Show on MSNBC reports that the first company to get a new offshore drilling permit hasn't updated its oil spill response plan since 2009, before the BP oil disaster in the Gulf. Under the Freedom of Information Act, we got a copy of the oil spill response plan for the first deepwater permit issued by the Obama administration since the BP disaster. It's for a well whose largest owner, I still love this, is BP. The well operator is Noble Energy. And this is their oil spill response plan for a permit that was issued last month. Their oil spill response plan is dated September 2009, eight months before the Deepwater Horizon disaster. Whatever lessons we learned from that disaster, you will not find them in here. Not unless you can bend the space-time continuum. Maddow also reports that the drilling industry is using the same blowout preventers that failed to prevent a blowout in the BP oil disaster, even though the government's own investigation shows all blowout preventers are vulnerable to the same failure and need to be completely redesigned. And what was it Barack Obama was telling us just yesterday in his energy speech? If you're going to drill in deep water, you've got to prove before you start drilling that you can actually contain an underwater spill. That's just common sense. Just common sense. How do we square that circle, Desi Doyen? You got me. Meanwhile, a new study shows that the U.S. has now slipped to third in the global clean energy race. We're number three. A new study shows that China is now first in funding clean energy technology and luring away U.S. clean tech companies because the Chinese government investment is nearly double that of the U.S. The U.S. has also fallen to third behind China and Germany now in installation of solar and wind power as well. 
And now on to Japan, where the situation remains extremely unstable as nuclear power plant workers and the nation's self-defense forces struggle to control the stricken Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant. New readings have detected high radiation levels in the seawater near the stricken reactors. Now radiation has been detected in the groundwater at the plant at levels 10,000 times the legal limit. The International Atomic Energy Agency has detected dangerously high levels of radiation at a village 40 kilometers from the plant outside the 30-kilometer exclusion zone. The Tokyo Electric Power Company has formally acknowledged it will scrap at least four of the six reactors, a process that will take years, and it is likely that they will have to entomb the facility in cement. Yes, entombing those reactors in cement would indeed be the Chernobyl option, and it looks like that may be the only choice for officials. I love what the official from the Japanese Nuclear Safety Agency said. We don't have to worry about the spikes of radiation in the seawater near the plant, which are up to some 4,500 times the allowable limits, because fishing has been banned inside the exclusion zone near the plant. We are, of course, left wondering if anyone has bothered to tell the irradiated fish that they may not swim in and out of that exclusion zone. Brother, for more on that and the other stories we didn't have time for today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor our work. We are listener-supported radio and rely on you to stay on your public airwaves and keep telling the truth. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We tried to warn you all, but oh dear.